Welcome back to another episode of the Be In Demand podcast. I'm your host, Lorianne. And today we're going to be talking about how successful people measure success. So this is a definite episode. If you have been getting caught up in your emotions, waiting for motivation, you're really going to want to dive into this particular episode. And so let's get on to the show. You're listening to Be In Demand, the podcast for honest advice, inspiring stories, and ideas for growing your business by leveraging the expert that you are. I'm your host, Lorian Murabito, business mentor, and I'm also a reformed painfully shy girl, red wine lover, and exercise enthusiast. Join me as I share how being positioned as the expert in your industry, even if it's a busy one, will help you stand out and be the one in demand to hire and work with. Well, hello, everyone. And I'm just having such joy, like um, recording these podcast episodes. I haven't mentioned this, or if you follow me on social media, then you probably know that earlier in the year, I set a goal out to be a guest on 30 podcasts. And then I had completely forgotten about it. And come September, you know, I was writing some content, had a content prompt about, hey, there's only 80 working days left of the year. Is there a goal that, you know, you wanted to achieve? And that's what reminded me of, I wanted to be on 30 podcasts. I did the thing, which is I went out and asked people, they asked people to introduce me. I made a post about it saying, hey, I had this goal of 30. And I think as of the beginning of September, I'd only been on 15. Sure, I have four months, could easily do that. I forgot about the goal and then got back on track with the goal and just made the ask. And I got to tell you, a lot of people will help you achieve a goal. And that is exactly what I learned. But I had to be brave enough to make the ask. I had to be brave enough to put it out there that, here's a goal that I had. I can't believe that I totally forgot about it. I'm ready to get back on back on the horse, so to speak. Probably as of today, I've completed those 30 podcast guesting episodes. So I'm very excited, even though I still have a few more episodes that are going to, they either have an air jet or they are, um, I still have some that I'm going to be recording. So thank you to everybody. And if you happen to be listening to this and you're a podcast host, please feel free to reach out to me if you would like me to be on your podcast and share my story, share what I talk about being speaking is the fastest way to grow your business with your audience. Um, feel free just to reach out to me. What I just did really is about the ask, really is not about living by circumstance. And it's not about living by your emotions or letting your emotions run the show. And this is really what I wanted to dive into. As we are on this journey, we can sort of get lost wondering what does it look like? I'm going to stand here fold my arms. And until I know exactly what the path is, until I know exactly how I'm going to get from point A to point B, I'm just going to stay here. And that's not what successful people do. As a matter of fact, successful people just do the thing. They know exactly where they are. They evaluate where they are. They know what their vision is and they know what their point B is. By putting all of that together, I have a vision for myself. I have a vision for my company. I know where I want to get to, but nowhere do they decide, oh my God, I got to make sure like I know after I record like this one podcast, I'm going to know exactly what's going to happen next. Speaking in someone's mastermind, I need to know that it was worth my while and that somebody's actually going to sign up as a client. Successful people 
don't know that stuff. And it also doesn't bother them. Do they think about it? Sure. But they're still doing the thing. That's the important thing that I really want you to take away from this is that they're just moving forward all the time. You know, some years ago, uh, my first husband passed away. There was a point in my life where I was actually a young widow. And I think back to that journey, how I just intuitively followed my gut about what grief was going to look like. Each day, I just took a step forward. A lot of days, I just made a list of what I needed to do the next day. And then I would see the list. And I didn't ask myself, did I feel like doing that? Did I feel like going to Home Depot? Did I feel like making that repair? Did I feel like getting the house ready for winter? No, I just did the task. I just kept moving forward baby step after baby step after baby step. As a matter of fact, I was on somebody's podcast today and we were talking about the baby steps, how I went from being really painfully shy girl who couldn't even make eye contact with people and how I just took the baby step of, I'll just look at people while they're talking to me for a few seconds and see what happens. Nothing bad happened. So that was like positive reinforcement. So then I looked at people a little bit more and then I was taking fitness classes. And I was the shy girl. So I was the girl in the back of the room, the last row. And I slowly moved up, moved up to the front row where I started to envision that I was the instructor. I took a baby step. I could have never figured out from being the shy girl, how was I going to go from being the shy girl, couldn't even make eye contact with people to being the award-winning speaker that was speaking on stages. I mean, if somebody had told me back then that I would become an award-winning speaker, I would be like, oh, no, 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 no. You must have me confused with somebody else. And a lot of times my clients come to me and they're afraid of speaking also, but they take the baby step. Yes, they've got me right by their side, but they're the ones who show up and do the speaking engagement, whether it's in person whether it's virtual, whether they're a guest expert and somebody's mastermind on a podcast. There's so many different forms of speaking. You've heard me say that a number of times, but they took the step. And a lot of times what I see, what holds people back, and this is one of those big differences in successful people and those that are just sitting on the sideline is that they're not waiting for motivation. They're not waiting till they feel like doing it. They're not waiting till they feel like writing content, till they feel like making that real or doing that live or doing that story. They just take the step and do it anyways. I was talking to somebody who shared that she did a video, 294 takes, 294 takes. She said she actually showed somebody. She didn't like the way she blinked. She didn't like the way that she, you know, like turned her head. And I think that this is a really good um, example of how a lot of us hold ourselves back. I mean, you may be saying, well, I've never done that for 294. I mean, I have to give her credit. She didn't give up. Yes, she was looking for perfection, but she didn't give up. If that was me, I cannot say that I would have done 294 attempts. I might've done like three or four of them been like, oh, for crying out loud, just finish this. I got to move on to something else. So I give her a lot of credit that she did not give up because I think that this was an impactful moment for her. And I say that because she really remembers it, that it took 294 attempts to make this um, this video. I'm sure that in the future that she will remember this that moment and hopefully be able to cut that down to maybe just a couple. Just go live. Like, don't even edit. Just see what happens. Because the truth of the matter is, people love real. 
People love raw. People love these impromptu lives. I mean, this is why we love reality TV. You don't always know what the path is, but you know what the end goal is. You know where you are currently and where you want to get to. You know, like if you decided that you wanted to lose 25 pounds, you know, or run a 5K or run a half marathon, the time that I ran a half marathon, I knew that I could run a mile. I knew that I was in shape, but maybe not running shape. So I had to get into running shape. Then I had to build up my miles. Nothing will get you running and moving quicker than a date on the calendar. So no matter what it is, whether it's, I want to lose weight, I want to run this half marathon, I want to speak at this event. I mean, nothing will get a speech written and practice than a date on the calendar, which is part of the reason why when I'm working with clients, I never, ever say to them, okay, as soon as we're done writing your presentation, we'll get booked. And never do I ever say, well, let's first get you booked before we start writing your presentation. We're actually doing both at the same time because nothing excites you more and motivates you more than a date on the calendar. So whether that's a running event, that's a weight loss goal, that's a speaking opportunity, you already know what the point B is. And then you get to walk yourself backwards. That's exactly what I did planning for the the half marathon. I knew how many miles I had to run, 13.1, on this particular day, the day of the marathon, half marathon. And I walked myself backwards so that I knew where I was right now. Okay, um, by next week, I got like my long run's gonna have to be four miles. Because I really did like the first time I did a half marathon, my longest run was 13 miles. I figured, okay, I can I can add it like an extra 0.1. So it took me probably a good 12 weeks um, to prepare for it. I did a long run every week. I started off, my long run was probably two or three miles. That's it. But I also trained specifically. If you're going to run a half marathon, you have to run. If you want to get good at writing, you write. If you want to get good at speaking, you speak, but you have to start moving forward, moving forward, taking baby steps in the right direction. And successful people do what they need to do to move them in that right direction. They're going to try something out, but they're not going to keep shifting every other day. There wasn't a time where where I was like, okay, I'm going to run today, but I'm going to bike for the next three weeks. That's going to get me in running shape. No, no, no. I just like, I went out and ran whether I felt like it or not. And that's sort of getting into um, my third point. But let me just stick with the second point about sticking with something. You want to lose weight. You don't try the keto diet for a couple of days, and then you go to the low carb diet, and then you try lifting heavy weights. You stick with something. You real. This is where commitment comes in. You decide on something, and then you commit to that decision. If it's, I'm going to get up every day, at 5.30 and exercise before the family gets up. I had a, This also reminds me of, I had a client who wanted to write a book. Every day he woke up at 5 a.m. and it allowed him to write for an hour before his family got up. And when his family got up, and then he went to work. So he was writing this book when it didn't interfere with his family time because that was very important to him. And then it also couldn't interfere with his work. And then he also traveled globally a lot. I know that he was disciplined enough because he was like, I'm writing this book. He woke up every day and just wrote for an hour. And he has written, oh, I want to say about four books now. They've become Amazon bestsellers. And right now one's being considered um, for a movie. That was because he did what he had to do. He did the thing and he wrote every single day. When I was getting ready for the 
half marathon. I didn't run every single day, but I had my long run once a week. And there were a couple of other times I would, I would typically would run about three times a week, but you stick to something. And then it's okay. Like maybe it's like a month or two months in, depending on what the goal is that you get to decide, Hey, let me just evaluate. Let me just take a step back and evaluate. Is this working? Is this actually moving me towards my goal? Or am I just kind of like staying a little stagnant? Then when you're a little stagnant, you can decide, Oh, let me move. Let me change this so that I do move in the right direction. And then the third thing that successful people do is that they don't let emotions run the show. They, they're they not living by circumstance. They are just doing the work. I did an episode where I was, it's called the split personality. If you haven't listened to that one, you probably want to go back and listen to that. The split personality really is about that as entrepreneurs or even entrepreneurs, like people who are working in corporations, it's like you're the CEO and the employee. Why, when we become entrepreneurs, are we waiting to be inspired to do the thing? Waiting to be inspired to write the social media content waiting till our till I'm inspired and I know exactly what I want to say before I go do that live before I create a video they just do the work and that's why I wanted to come in here and talk about like this is the difference about how successful people behave and how they measure their success they are moving in the right direction. They know what path they're on. They, they know exactly where they are. They know like, here I am. This is my point A. I know exactly where my point B is. I'm not exactly sure what it's all going to look like every step of the way, but each day I'm going to take a baby step. They just, they stick to something. They decide on something and they stick with it. The keto diet, the low carb diet, getting ready for the half marathon, going live like three times a week. Or maybe you've decided like, hey, I'm going to give myself my own personal real challenge and I'm going to do a real every single day. doesn't have to be anything fancy. It's about you doing the work, teaching your nervous system that you can make a decision, you can trust yourself to show up for yourself and do the work. And then the third one is not living by circumstance, not letting emotions run the show so that you keep doing the work. This is exactly the work that I do with my clients. I keep them on track. I help them make decisions. This is exactly how I've gotten to where I am right now in my world, in my business. Taking emotion out of things will do so much wonders for you. You will become so much more productive, trust me. If you can just take the emotion out of things, if you can just decide on things and get committed. And if you want to become a speaker, if you want to stop being that person that's on the sidelines and you want to start sharing your voice, sharing your story, but you're not sure how to do that, reach out to me. You can go to chatwithla.com and book a call with me. At the time of this recording, I actually have two open slots to work with me privately but I have other ways that you can work with me either in a group program or more of a DIY program. So until next time, I want you to be in demand. Thanks for hanging out with me. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And join me over in my private Facebook group for more tips, community, and free trainings. You'll find the link in the show notes. You can also help this podcast reach more listeners by leaving a review. And as a thank you, each month I pick one of my reviewers to win a free coaching call with me. So if you haven't done so already, please leave a review and you could be the next winner.